when, I, when I mean, you were sending your stuff out, like to the clubs and stuff like that, were you like trying to secure like a flat rate, or were you trying to do a door deal? Or? I was trying to see what they would offer me. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. you were just so like, think, hey, what can I get? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I think I think in doing that, it makes me seem open, green, or mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Uh, you know new or, or inexperienced. Mm-hmm. And I think what I should like, I've talked to people about what you know they've made in the past. Uh, I've I've got friends who open for dudes have seen their their checks like yeah. with mm-hmm. similar credits to me making like you know six seven thousand for a weekend yeah when and when you think about it like like a lot of these guys you you're doing like five shows yeah everyone's paying you know fifteen bucks to walk into the place or no. more yeah. plus fees and all that shit every single person is buying food like when you break it down as per show cost less than five hundred dollars yeah kind of exactly. mm-hmm. it's like that seems very reasonable i mean i guess five hundred dollars would probably be like three grand or so yeah. so i mean yeah. even even if it was even like even if it was like seven hundred or a thousand yeah for mm-hmm. the show that's not a lot when you're talking about 300 people walking in there and yeah. everyone's spending 30 bucks or 40 bucks on food and shit and drinks and i'm getting frustrated on your behalf at this point because it's like, like a little bit like it's, it's like because what i get told now because i'm now so i did i did my album with comedy dynamics yeah, earlier yeah. this year so to me it's not a matter of so i've reached the point where i've proven that i can do the spot yeah you know what i mean like <clears throat> You can I go feel, listen to the hour. I feel like you the I mean? goalposts always move. Yeah, you know they right? just keep moving it. Because right. then they told me, oh, well, you got to have, you know, I've I've been told by multiple, a bunch of clubs were like, we just don't have any credits yet. And I'm like, all right. That's, well, what, I, that's what I thought. I said, the moment I got the and, credits, then it'll change. And then it. I'm yeah. talking to somebody who has crazy <laughs> credits. Your yeah. credits are amazing. Yeah. And they're still like, yeah. I'm, I'm on the biggest shows that have come out this year. <laughs> yeah. And I still, like, I still can't get clubs to, I mean, they were like, well, you can come do our. You know, our off-night showcase. But it's like, oh, we'll fuck it. Like, I'm like, at this level, it's disrespectful. I'm like, yes. I'm like, they just don't want to take a chance. They don't want a chance losing the money. And but it's, it's like, so weird. Dude, there's there's still some clubs I, I can't even... I'm like, dude, I, I was... I don't know, man. It's like... They could I, use... If, if I was... Like, just for example. If I was a club owner and I was worried, right? I would take the snapshot... Of your face in that flannel jacket from yeah. the Netflix homepage yeah. when Stranger Things came out, mm-hmm. and and instead of using your headshot on the website, and you know, yeah, they print out the flyers and yeah, they exactly. put it on the wall. I would use that, so everybody would go, "Holy shit!" The Dude, guy I, for like it would it'd be so easy to sell yeah, those tickets. That's what I said. And <clears throat> the stuff that you're on, some of the and not uh, you know, you could show me on She Hulk, you can show me on yeah. Stranger Things. You could make a poster of just my face in different shows. Yeah. At the improvs, before they run the actual show, they yeah. do reels. They could, instead of using you doing stand-up, they could yeah. use you on the shows. That's what I, I, this is everything I thought. <laughs> that, that. This is everything I thought that was going to happen, is they would just yeah. show me in the show. Yeah. They do that for some people. Instead, yeah. Of, yeah. instead of showing their stand-up, yeah. they'll show them on a show and people go, oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. And I figured you know, I mean, they would the do that. that. The people <clears throat> that they book. That are completely irrelevant, washed-up comics from way back in the day. You're on like Dude, hot new relevant TV I, shows. I have so tried. What the hell is the that, that's the thing is I I know one of the easiest markets for me to sell out has got to be Orlando. Yeah, and I, I think what I'm going to do is send a, a message to Krista to be like, listen, mm. let's make this happen for the both of us. Yeah, because. <clears throat> once I can show that I can sell another mm-hmm. market, it's going to be ten times easier. Yeah. 
to book the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, like, I've had so many people. And I, I, had, I had a million people hit me up trying to get me to do their bar show or whatever. Because yeah. I know they're trying to do the exact same thing. Is yeah. Use yeah. the fame and, like, sell yeah. the tickets. Yeah. And I know I can probably only do that once or twice in a, in a year or six yeah. months. I didn't want to waste it on oh, Joe Blow's yeah. Barbecue Shack or whatever it is. And yeah. it also does, because you're I think you're at that cusp of where you go out, get these amazing credits. Yeah. You come back and do Joe's Barbecue it Shack. makes me look worse. Exactly. Yeah. So, so then moving forward, yeah, you don't step up; you step back, back. down yeah. almost. Yeah. So to me, and I do think you're, Krista, you're, you're thinking the exact same way yeah. I was. I was like, I can't come back and do that because it's going to look like I didn't really do anything. That and I think I Krista's probably your best bet because yeah. she's just every time I've talked to her, she's like, oh, just give me a because she's yeah. running around. Yeah. I so I think if you, if you get her when she's not busy. Yeah, I think you guys will work something out. Yeah, that's what she's I want real to do. cool. Yeah, and she's I think, the best. Yeah, she's. I, I I really don't think she's blowing me no. up. I think she's just she gets she she forgets about me yeah. because I'm not here. Seventy five thousand people in her email. A yeah. bill, bajillion, yeah. <laughs> and then the it the calendar fills up with other things. Plus, I've yeah. got so many things going on. I think I'm gonna hit her up because so I know what I can do. I can do another theater in Aiken again. Yeah, in like the summer and mm-hmm. for sure sell out again. Yeah. Uh, and then I could probably do uh, try to do Orlando or something, and I, I think I want to try to do it where uh, like an off night at the Improv mm-hmm. and just have it sell out. Yeah, because I think I think people don't, and I've had these conversations with like a lot of other <clears throat> comics at my same level that are like, oh, why are you being like arrogant about certain things? And, and, but it's and not I've, that. I've heard, the, I've heard the same thing. It's, it's like, not that. No, it's just if trying you, to. If you don't set your standard for how you're going to be treated yeah. in the in, like in the industry, yeah. so Adam leaves this area. I've heard the exact goes same. out, goes and gets these amazing credits. He's on huge shows, yeah. and now he comes back and he does your shitty show at your fucking bar yeah. like he was doing before he left. Th- there's and there's, he's dragging himself back down. You need to be going to the from now on. If it's not a club and I'm not headlining, I don't do it. So yeah. here's here's the thing, you it's. The the way they're looking they're looking at it in a different way than you and I are. Mm-hmm. You we have what, what we're talking about is a transitional period, and we have to establish ourselves as the comic who's doing these big shows and stuff. Yeah. And they're looking at it as well. It'd be cool if he came, like you know, if, it, if another big name came and they stopped in, they'd be like, yeah. oh my god, he stopped here. But if you don't first establish yourself there, you're permanently establishing yourself. As this as is the bar, the bar guy, guy. Mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> I just decided I didn't. I, I never enjoyed bar shows to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like it, for a time, I did. Yeah. When, once they were like the you know the ones that were the, the thing the thing about bar shows mm-hmm. is when someone tries to book you on one, they're like, yeah, but this one's not bad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime this it one's requires, actually really yeah. good, and because every comic knows it's like half the people going there don't know there's a show going on. There's you got the bar regulars who just want to drink and get fucked up and they don't care about it. Yeah. And there's it's you're always babysitting a drunk guy and I don't yeah. want to deal with that anymore. Yeah. I I just want to go and do stand up. Yeah. And so I <clears throat> like I'm at the point where so like uh, if sometimes it'll be a, a you know a, a long period of time between doing long sets mm-hmm. and I have to like I'll watch an old set and mm-hmm. go over jokes and 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 then like run them through my head. I'll, I might. You know, a Sam to myself to make certain I have them so I don't yeah. fuck shit up, and that that gets you. Mm-hmm. Go. Like I was surprised when I went to I hadn't headlined 
since before the pandemic until I did that Aiken show. Mm-hmm. And my goal was to do uh, 40 minutes and mm-hmm. then a question and answer. Because if I didn't do a question and answer, I'm going to ask, I'm going to be asked the same question over and over again. Outside of the... Oh, so, so who did you meet on set? <laughs> did you meet all the... I, I, knew, I knew it was going to happen. And I knew everyone wanted those answers. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I just did jokes until I couldn't think of jokes anymore. And then, or there were some jokes I didn't want to do, uh, like, like I didn't want to, you know what I mean? When you, when you're growing a set, there's stuff you're like, I out, outgrew that. I don't want yeah. to do that shit anymore. <clears throat> and then there were some jokes I forgot. Mm-hmm. I really realized afterwards, oh, I forgot the whole chunk over here. Yeah. And, uh, when I, I, when I got off stage, I did 39, a little over 39 Perfect. minutes. Yeah. Perfect. And the question and answer thing and them giving me the key to the city and all that was like another 20 minutes. I knew it would, I knew it would be yeah. that long. So it worked out perfectly. And so then I started thinking about all the stuff that I didn't do, and I'm like, that's easily like another ten minutes of shit. Yeah. So I know I have the fifty minutes or so yeah. to headline someplace, and I I don't know why it was even a thought of maybe I didn't because I was doing it before. Well, yeah. yeah. And here's the crazy thing too is what, what I think you're in a and it's frustrating to hear it's you dealing with this stuff. It's such a weird spot yeah, because like I'm not famous enough. Yeah. But I'm 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 too famous for other things. For like, shitty stuff. Yeah. Which makes me sound like a dick to say it. But no, you know it's, it's not. That, it's but, not. It's so important because you is. can you can mess up the the, the image trajectory of, you. of your exactly. career. Exactly. Yeah. Well you so, gotta know your own value before yeah. other people yeah. know it. Yeah. Because yeah. here's the thing that's crazy. There's guys that don't do stand up at all yeah. and they get famous on TikTok or Instagram mm-hmm. and the comedy clubs will book them. They don't tickets. even do stand up, and they bomb their ass off. Yeah. So if you have someone who's a proven, yeah, ten plus year stand up <clears throat> that blew up from television, I, I had a friend of mine. This like, was, uh, th- I, th- I know this is this this is attributes to where where you're going. I had a yeah. friend of mine who he he's a comic. He blew up from a viral video back when they were talking about like are dudes using the girls' bathroom. That, that yeah. He made a, a video about that, just making mm-hmm. jokes. And his manager at the time, he was from out of the Carolinas, mm-hmm. or, or he was in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, his manager at the time told him, if you can put keep putting videos out, if you get one that gets 2 million views, it'll change your life. Mm-hmm. That video got 28 million views oh, in shit. 24 hours. Wow. Wow. And uh, I happened to be in Knoxville at the time, and I saw him put out a post that they were going to do a show. And all it said was, like, we're going to do a show at this bar. And that post had, like, 300 likes what the fuck is why why is everyone so excited is this a cool place or something <laughs> yeah. like and so i go there and it is fucking slammed like they, i was like I, they, I was like that's awesome man i'm in town i might come hang out and they're like come to a guest spot mm-hmm. and so i went i went and uh it was like you had to like fucking shimmy through yeah. there like there were so many people they had a film crew like a big fucking professional camera filming and I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, what is all this shit? And they're like, oh, you didn't hear what happened? That's when they told me about the the, video. the viral video. Yeah. So overnight, he went from not being able to get booked at comedy clubs to doing <laughs> off nights and selling them out. But yeah. he, he didn't have the time. Yeah. The, there were three guys. One of them had enough time to headline because uh, he had headlined for the very first time with me because mm-hmm. I had gone there. I was supposed to open for Felipe and there was a blizzard. Yeah. And Esperanza? So Esparza. Esparza, yeah. Esparza, sorry. They had, they had, uh, they brought this guy in who was a local to headline, uh, cause I was the only one who made it cause I drove there and mm-hmm. it was I, like, I drove there like <laughs> 10 miles an hour. It was all the fast you can go in this fucking yeah. blizzard. Cause it never occurs to us 
Maybe we should stop. Like, they're not going to have a show. <laughs> like, guys, let's get a hotel. I'll go in the morning. It never even occurred to me. I was like, I just got to make it. I got to fucking make it. They're depending on me. Uh, but so what they ended up doing was each one of the comics on the show did like 30 minutes. Yeah. So even though he was in the headlining spot, he did the, the opener, you know, the, the host, middle or feature and headliner all did the same amount of time. Yeah. Uh, so that they could fill the whole show, which is totally what someone can do if they get famous before they're ready, is yeah. just do less time. Yeah. But my <coughs> thing is bring like, other comics to fill it. But my th- and then the thing that but the thing that I hate because I I also have my own personal beef with um, <coughs> what they say is like the system, right? In terms no one of really like fucking knows. Where, yeah, yeah, it's but but here's the thing, you. Went and did it the actual old school way. Mm-hmm. You went, you did comedy for a decade, you took the acting classes, you got spots on television, now you're a famous guy on television, and they're still fighting it. Oh, yeah. So it's like, what? <clears throat> so my, I've reached a point now where, and this is, I'm super glad that my social media guy's here. He's not my social media guy. But <laughs> yeah, his, wife, his wife is helping me with social media stuff. But it, it really has gotten to the point where comics have to take it take their own power yeah. because I mean but that's what a lot of so at what, this what, point what, is, what else is there left for you to do what do you gotta you gotta win an Oscar to get yeah. a, a Wednesday night it doesn't yeah, make any it, sense it makes no sense yeah, yeah. I don't know I'm, I've never I've never been one of the chosen ones I feel like, like yeah I, I mean but there's some people who looked at me in the past and go why is he one of the chosen ones like, <laughs> you know what I mean I, I remember comics getting mad because I got the feature at the improv on an off night yeah and, well, anytime you see somebody at your level go up to the next level like everybody yeah. around you immediately goes what the fuck is that why is it not me? Why is, <laughs> it's, what's, it's, what's that guy got that it's, I don't it's crabs in a bucket yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, you know what you guys know yeah. what that term is yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, well, I'm black. I definitely know. That. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> he ain't but a bucket of crabs for lunch. <laughs> you have a show right here. Yeah, it's yeah, the Crab <laughs> Comedy Show. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I, I, I think what it is is there's a lot of a lot of that is just jealousy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, there was a rap lyric I I heard that uh, that always sticks with me. It's like jealousy comes from being that which others failed to be, mm-hmm. and it's true. Yeah. It's like they they. Uh, <clears throat> I forget which song that is, but every time I hear it, I, I think of comics. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you see it a lot. It was like, you, you I used to see comics hating on bonkers. Mm-hmm. And it was all the comics that didn't get booked at bonkers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were yeah. like, oh, fuck that. We've got to do independent shows. Fuck comedy clubs. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. you really saying that? I heard, I, it became immediately obvious when people were saying, fuck the improv. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Have you ever been there? Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's the best place yeah. to do comedy in Central Florida. Yeah. It is so fucking sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> like, uh, I don't know, man. It's it's uh, Comics are weird. It, the one thing I, I learned, uh, like when I first moved to Atlanta, it felt like I had left an abusive relationship. I didn't realize... <laughs> I, like for real, like I didn't realize how toxic a lot of the scene was. A lot of those people have moved and mm-hmm. left and and gone. But for a, a while there, there was a real toxic element. Oh yeah. In Central Florida, and a lot of it's gone. Oh, he he got <clears throat> attacked in a way that is. I tell people the story. People don't believe it. I'm sorry. Till, till this day right. of how insane. You gotta tell it now. Are Do you, you want me to tell it some off yeah, 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 the microphone? Yeah, yeah. Or tell, 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 I don't give a shit. I swear to God, I'm not gonna say her name because I hate this person. Tell me. Every, everybody does. 
There was a comic out of Orlando. Uh huh. Um, she and and correct me if I get any of this wrong. Yeah, go ahead. She didn't like Adam for whatever reason. Right? I still to this day have no idea why. <laughs> she made a fake Facebook profile mm-hmm. using his pictures. No, no, no? I, know, I know. I know. That's what you're telling. She got another female comic's phone number, texted oh. her, identified herself as me, and then asked for nude photos of her. Are you fucking kidding? Me? During the whole Me Too thing, it was like the height of the Me Too thing, and she thought it was hysterical to try to basically. She's like catfishing me. that person. She, to sexually she, harass she, someone. She yeah. wanted to sexually harass someone under my name so that I would get expunged from the comedy scene because she didn't like me. What? She was trying to completely destroy my career as a joke. My, wow. my, my, what a fucking bitch. My yeah, hatred for the Orlando scene. Yeah. It 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 really boiled over. During that whole situation, yeah, the fact that she was allowed to run around Here, here's the after thing. that, it's was, crazy. Yeah, there were there were a lot of people doing similarly bad things, and I think was, like, though there was a <clears throat> no, I'm serious, dude. There was a period of time before the pandemic when Orlando. I I am now humbly starting to apologize for how I used to talk about the Orlando scene because for a while it was there, really a minority of people there but, was creepy <coughs> date rapists and weird it was oh yeah weird, there, there, you, dude. Yeah, yeah yeah there was that one guy yeah uh, <laughs> it was he's, he's nasty like, for a while he's man. like now like uh, uh a pro women's rights like kind of guy on like tiktok now like, all of them fucking go that way yeah. he's, he's using that as a way to lure in girls yeah, yeah. Like, yeah i'm, I'm totally changed i yeah. used to be like this and i'm not yeah, right uh, yeah, yeah, until you're locked in a room with that yeah. guy. <laughs> there's a bunch of so with stand up, there's a lot of a lot of people get drawn to it who are very damaged people. Yeah, and they probably don't deal with that trauma in a healthy way. So you get uh, people that lash out. You get depressives. You get alcoholics. You get drug addicts and stuff like that. I didn't realize how much of that we had in the scene. Yeah, I. There were a couple open mics I didn't go to because I knew a lot of that stuff happened there. Yeah. I would see people get. Wasted, you would see pens taken apart with white powder on the fucking uh, uh, toilet paper thing in the bathroom. And I was just like, I don't want to be around this fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, And I know those guys didn't like me. And I think one of the things, one of the reasons why those guys stopped liking me, there's there's a clear line of delineation. We had a comic OD and die. Mm -hmm. And there was a private forum where they said, the what shit. they were there were one of, one of the guys who everyone loved was like listen we should talk about things we shouldn't allow in the comedy scene like yeah, we no shouldn't shit. just watch people get so wasted that they gotta sleep it off in the passenger seat of their car yeah. without coming forth like hey man you probably shouldn't do this you should get some help hmm. and i said there shouldn't be hardcore drugs in the scene there's no place for it. i don't give a shit smoke all the weed you want yeah but like you know when you're talking about cocaine and heroin or whatever the fuck it is there's no place for that like you shouldn't do that uh, like one other guy was like I'm gonna do all the fucking drugs I want I'm gonna do all of them and I was like well you go ahead but I like you're not gonna look at this cautionary tale of this guy that just died like you shouldn't do that and, and I think the fact that I basically like 
held a mirror up to be like, you <laughs> yeah. shouldn't be doing this shit. Like, you guys are the problem. Heroin really... is bad. This guy's an <clears throat> asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you mean you don't like cocaine? Yeah. Like, uh, cocaine's the best. That's right. I don't know if it still exists, but there used to be um, the Orlando shit-talking group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was... There was a Facebook group for the Orlando comics, <coughs> and then there was a second one that certain people weren't invited in, mm. and it was everybody else talking Just shit about on. the people they didn't <laughs> like. Yeah, right. The, the craziest thing I had to, so because of that group, I had to change the settings on my Facebook <laughs> to where you had to be a friend of mine to comment on stuff. Yeah, because all these people, like I was, I didn't. There was very few people I blocked. Mm-hmm. I would just. Unfriend these people. Like if you you you've got your yeah. own bullshit to deal with clearly, yeah. yeah. And I don't I don't need you taking out your frustrations on me because that's what a lot of it is. And so what would happen is they would post screenshots of something going on, and then they would swarm on me like a of a, a flock of bees <laughs> or locusts or something. Just like it was very obvious. Like all of a sudden there's twenty people all fuck you <laughs> and this sucks. Like yeah, what do you like? And they're like, no, this is we all just organically came here at the same <laughs> time. Go like, fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> when, like, when you guys were doing that forum, was it just mainly drugs y'all were talking about? Because I could, I could tell you, like, I have two daughters, and if I was like out in a group of comics and I saw like a comic just like sexually harassing another comic, we we never saw. Okay. I, 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 I like personally, the scenes, no. it, yeah, I, I, it was. I never personally saw anything like that go down. Yeah, and if I did, I. I feel like I. I mean, you me. never, you never, you never know how you're gonna react. You For might, sure. you might stand there like, did I just see what the fuck? I yeah. Sitting there question like. <clears throat> I've definitely been in situations where I, I stood there for an awfully long time, going, "Am I? What? Oh, is like, this real? Trying to process, like, yeah, like yeah. should I jump in and like <laughs> fucking start hitting some people? Because <laughs> you don't want to overreact. You're like, no, am yeah. I? Am I overreacting? Like, so like, there's that. I, I've ha- I've had that moment like, dude. I remember I got mugged once, and like the guy runs up and like, give me your wallet, and I'm like, is this really happening? Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, is this, I mean, are you sure? Yeah, and, and like like you're processing it for a second, and then get punched in the face. Like, oh, it's real. This is happening. He he means business. It's, it's, like, it's uh, like, am I on a scene right now? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, there's shit like that, or just like that's one of the things I found with me, like. There's definitely a moment where I just I I process like is is what I think happening happening because I don't want to overreact. Yeah. So I mean I don't know yeah I, I I never really saw there were some there were definitely some things like that I was like this is fucked up and like unequivocally fucked up like yeah. I, I'll give you another example I had a stalker that figured out where my house was and uh-huh. was like trying to look through my blinds at like seven in the morning ringing the doorbell and stuff. I sleep till like noon a yeah. lot of times. Yeah. I'm a comic, like yeah. I, 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 I have a day job. Yeah, up late at night. My hours are different. <clears throat> uh, but like, I remember hearing the doorbell go off and going like, ah, I'm like, I'm probably a salesman or you know Jehovah's Witness. Like, fuck it, I roll back over. <clears throat> and when I went to leave, uh, these neighbors I'd never talked to were like flagging me down, and they uh, they told me. Some guy was like looking through my windows and stuff at seven in the morning, and I was like, "What do you look like?" And they described him to me, and I took out a my phone, and I showed them the photo, and they're like, "Yeah, that's the guy." <laughs> and he was like a fan of mine who just slowly went downhill, 
and started sending me messages that didn't make any sense, like, don't kill me, I can't die, uh, and then just gibberish, like he was just banging on a keyboard, kind yeah. of thing. Sometimes there's a word, but it doesn't make sense in the context of the rest of the gibberish. He's like texting you his manifesto. <laughs> not not quite like that. Like nothing really made any sense. I, show, I showed Ryan Holmes a lot of it because we, yeah. we were on a road trip going to like Tennessee or something to do shows. And I showed him. He's like, this is really fucking scary and creepy. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> and uh, I went, I was at the time I was living in the house that was owned by the guys that own Bonkers. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching the house for them mm-hmm. and so it was their house that this guy was like trying looking through the blinds and shit and i went to the bonkers office and i told the comics what was going on and james john was like i know that guy he sends me weird messages too and i was like hold on <laughs> he sends you weird and i found out there was like two or three other comics that he was doing this shit for and uh i oh what happened what happened what precipitated him coming mm-hmm. to my house was i was supposed to be on a show that was like a, a, a uh, uh, like a comedy contest at the mm-hmm. improv. Mm-hmm. And the prize was you got to go to like the next night to, to be on the comedy contest to mm-hmm. win money mm-hmm. or whatever. So I couldn't be at the next show because I was going to be in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm, it doesn't matter if I win or lose in this anyway. And he had messaged me saying that he just got evicted. He's got everything he owns in a suitcase. He's coming in my show. He's homeless now. And I was like, I didn't want to see what this crazy guy was like at the end of his ropes. <clears throat> so I was, I just said, I'm not coming to the show. Uh, you know, cause I, I got this and then you fled to guy. Mexico. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I, all of the comics, uh, went and took photos with this guy mm-hmm. at the bar. And I was like, he's crazy. He's not stupid. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't show up. And all of a sudden every comic wants to take a photo with this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knows what the fuck is up. When I come back from Mexico, all of a sudden he's at my house. Oh. So, I I talked to. So they, uh, they sort of sicked him on you and sent. Basically, but they yeah. antagonized him by being like, "Hey, we're taking a photo with the crazy guy." Yeah. Kind of thing. And uh, so I had blocked him on like all social medias and stuff, and uh, I I made a post in there. There used to be a comics forum. There was only like seventy people in it. It was very mm. small, and I just said, "Listen, i this is what's been going on." Uh, you know, he's was bringing me weird gifts. You know, he's talking about he got drugged and he's acting real weird. You know, he, there's been a number of different things that led to this. But I, now that I know that he's bothering other comics, I think that everyone should be aware that this is a danger. Yeah. And this one comic felt like I was bragging about having. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the same one you're yeah. we're. The, yeah. uh, and he was like, I think you're just bragging about this. And I'm like, why would I brag about this? <laughs> some, it's, it's not and a woman stalker. It's yeah, a dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's not like a hot chick. Like yeah. it's 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 a real crazy looking fucking dude. Uh, and uh, like when I first met him, he seemed so normal. But then after over the course of whatever the fuck was happening with him, like and a drugs, Lifetime movie where like it starts off great and then... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, and so he was like, well, if you really. One of that you would post in a bigger group where all the people are because not every comic is in this. So I was like, enough of like all of the regular comics are in this. Yeah. Like, and they can tell the other people. Like, yeah. he's like, you should post in my group because he had a group at the time that mm-hmm. had like four thousand people in. It. I'm like, we don't have four thousand comics here. <laughs> yeah. They don't. We don't have that many yeah. people. 
Like, I'm not trying to make this public. I'm not trying to poke the bear. Right. Like, and he's like, well, if you're not going to do it, I'll do it. And I'm like, don't, what do you, don't. Like, I'm, I'm like, this is I'm how, this you, is how someone was, gets killed. It was a cesspool yes. for so, a while there. I, dude, I tried calling him. I, I called the cops. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I was wondering if the cops came. So yeah. I was told, he was like, why didn't you file a police report? I'm like, I'll do that now. I called the cops. Cops came. I told the cops, I'm a comedian. I have a stalker. He should he, the cop laughed at me. He was, like, <laughs> he, was like, he was like, wait a minute. So you're a comedian. And you have a stalker? Uh, okay. He's like, are you sure you're not the stalker? Man? Yeah, yeah. Is this like, a bit? Like, yeah. Are you doing like, a bit right now? He just couldn't believe that I was a comedian that he had never heard of and that I was, in his mind, famous enough to have a stalker. I'm like, I'm telling you, like, you don't have to be famous. You just, just that I, guy. That I just guy. found the right guy. Yeah. And uh, the guy was like, all right, well, let me go. I, I'm going to go look him up in, the, in my computer. I'll be right back. And he came back in. And he was like, you should file this report. And I was like, what the fuck did you see when you went out to the car? And now you're like, he's like, I can't tell you that. But if you want to know, you should call the, you should call the fucking station. They'll tell you you're good on there. And I called him, and they, they told me, I guess he, he had a history of violence. Wow. Uh, and, like, it was just... You know, he's just one of those guys where, like, one thing led to another and it was going in a horrible trajectory. It's exactly yeah. what I thought when I was like, let me not go to this fucking, yeah. fucking improv show because... You, you might have got murdered that night. You never know. Yeah. Like, yeah. he was like... Dude, I, there was a time he was trying to get me... Uh, I, I I went and met him at his house uh, and he was trying to get my brother to leave me there Mm-hmm. And he was giving me odd gifts. The whole thing was just fucking weird. Why did you? This was before I, you knew he was a stalker. Yeah, this is this, this, this fa- is like all a... leading up to it. <laughs> yeah. Basically, what happened was he 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 asked me to sell him weed. I'm like, I don't sell weed. Yeah. And I really needed the money at the time. I was broke. I was like, I'll sell you my personal stash. Yeah. And so that's what I did. Is I got a ride for my brother there because we were going to look at a car in like Tampa or something, and we stopped there. I, I don't it might have been like 40 bucks or 50 bucks I just needed it at the time because I was dead ass broke yeah and he was like you should leave him here and you go look at the car and come back I mean this guy had like there was like a mattress in the living room kitchen area just leaning up against the wall he had like <laughs> that's his murder a mattress BB, like, there, was, there was like a BB gun sitting out he, he brought out a box of like unopened DVDs and a lot of them were multiples of the same thing and I'm like this fell off a truck yeah yeah like, sure. and he's just like here you can have some what's, of it like, what's funny I, Adam's I, life is Stranger Things yeah like, it's so good. Good. yeah I've run into so many weird things. I mean a lot of it's just like this is Florida like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah Florida. for sure <laughs> but like but yeah so like uh, so James John called me yelling and screaming like cause this guy made a post mm-hmm. in this forum with like 4,000 people yeah. he called me Schmadam Schmurry cause I said don't <laughs> tag me in it and it's like clearly, <laughs> people are gonna know what the fuck that means. Yeah, Shmadam uh, <laughs> Like, dude, I ended up. Getting, I'm not gonna say anybody, but Shmadam Shmurri. Uh, he tagged he tagged James John and a few other people. James John called me yelling, screaming, like, dude, I got fucking kids. Yeah. Like, are you serious right now? And I'm like, I didn't make this post. Like, yeah. He's like, yeah, but you made the original one. You know fucking comics. I, 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 I was like, I was trying to do the right thing. I didn't know it was going to lead to this. I was trying to warn people. Uh, and I'm, I'm telling you. So, so, oh, yeah. So, uh, like, I ended up getting a message from the guy on LinkedIn. I had blocked him on LinkedIn. He <laughs> said, like, I still see you. That's a legit oh, stalker to like, find you on LinkedIn. Yeah, like that level of stuff. Uh, I mean, I don't. he had never been to my house before. I think I think he might have figured out where I was because 
uh, Facebook, when you made a post, <coughs> used to like say the area yeah. of where you are yeah. on your post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it would say like Fairview Shore. So at the time I was in Winter Park. Yeah. And he just he must he knew what my car looked like. So he it must just have just driven around. the neighborhood yeah. until he wow. saw it. Oh my and god. And I was just like, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> but they they uh, what happened was James Jean ended up calling. I think James Jean. <coughs> called uh, Joan Margaret Owen Bonkers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's flipping out like he's got kids and all this shit's going on. So Joe calls me. He's like, what the fuck is going on? And I mm-hmm. was like, I I explained this guy showed up. I have a stalker. I, I called the police. I made a post in this comics forum trying to warn other comics. I found out he was bothering James and Ryan Holmes and a few other people. Uh, and this other dude made this public post like and i i don't i he won't listen to reason because mm-hmm. i'm like dude what outcome are you expecting from this yeah. it's either this guy kills me or nothing happens and yeah. you yeah. be like oh, i told you so yeah. like you yeah. like the downside is so, so big, big. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck is wrong with you but there's no there was no getting him to listen to reason and he's like i'll fucking handle it and hung up the phone and next thing I know, apparently what he did is he he called, a, uh, I almost said the dude's name, he called the guy mm-hmm. and was like, uh, he's like, listen, my wife comes to this house, sometimes by herself, Adam's not the only one who lives there, fucking take the post down, because mm-hmm. you're affecting people other than just him. Mm-hmm. Like, this is dangerous, this guy has a history of violence, fucking take the post down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, or you're never fucking working <coughs> a day at Bonkers ever again, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, all right, post that. I don't know if he said you'll never work a day at Bonkers ever again. That's what a vittable, I just said his fucking name. That's what he <laughs> said that I, he, he made it sound like I called Bonkers to mm-hmm. rat him out so that they would yeah. basically strong arm him to take the post down. And I didn't do any of that. Yeah. But even if you did, why did it come to a point where you had to? It yeah. shouldn't like, have. Yeah, just none of that. But, but, so well, I like I like I like talking to because Brian's been doing the comedy for like four months. Oh yeah, and there's there's like, some there there's was a, some cra- and, and a lot of cities have people like that that are just they're very damaged people and they come to comedy because a lot of comics are damaged yeah. and then they just they're just like I, I, I I'll tell you how I think. We ended up with such a, a toxic community for a little while, and it started from the best of intentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had there was a uh, a comedy festival here that mm-hmm. all of the proceeds went to help the uh, people with mental illness. I remember, <clears throat> and uh, so you had a lot of people who were doing it because that was personal to them, mm-hmm. uh, but. What you also had was a lot of people self-diagnosing themselves, or maybe they were actually diagnosed, and mm-hmm. they're like, these are my things I have going on. And so people were like, well, you can't get mad at them for doing that because they got that thing. <laughs> yeah. And so mm-hmm. the behavior started to get overlooked so much that it became like this behavior is acceptable. Mm-hmm. And so that then blossomed into doing more and more. Because yeah. once, once the boundary gets moved, we test this boundary, and then the boundary gets moved again. Yeah. And then it just turned into people being absolutely terrible human beings. Like the, some of those crazy things that happened to me, like <clears throat> blew up 
in in our comedy group that comics from all over the country had heard about it and were trying to get into our group just to read what the fuck was yeah. going on. Mm. It was that bad. Wow. It was like like I went other I went to other states and cities and there were there was a time or two where people were like, Hey, weren't you the guy that that person <laughs> like they knew about Dang like yeah. the crazy shit. And I was like, That's Yeah. That's wild. I couldn't believe how far reaching it was. Like the the line of delineation that like that I just want. Well, I mean, you're are, again. You're. We have this weird discussion because we're both like over thirty. Yeah. And the thing with comedy is, what's cool and weird about it is it brings people who would never communicate under any yeah, yeah. circumstances into this tight, small community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's there's people that are in this because they actually have potential and they want to work and create yeah. a career in this industry. Mm-hmm. And then there's these people who. Truth be it's told, something to do. are drug addict losers yeah. who, like, if, if I'm a comic and I'm a drug addict loser, there's some sort of sexy art <clears throat> thing to it. Yeah. If I'm a drug addict loser and I don't do any art whatsoever, mm-hmm. I'm just a drug addict loser. So they really become com- a comic as a as sort of a, a, a thing to accompany yeah. the heroin or coke or whatever the fuck well, it is. Well, they've romanticized and, the people who did comedy and drugs together in the past. Yeah. Like, I want to be that guy. I want to be Mitch Hedberg. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And they're just untalented, shit-starting, miserable some, addicts. Some of them are, are, fucking... are decently talented, but they don't apply themselves at yeah. all. Well, uh, well, if the mailman costume doesn't tell you anything i'm also a drug addict <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's but what happens is it creates this weird thing that there really is like if you are if you're somebody who's trying i mean what made me so angry about the situation and i don't i didn't have these personal conversations with you before but if you look at where adam's career was at the time yeah he's one of the only people who's doing commercials and like real yeah. shit mm-hmm. and in the last few years his life has completely changed and gone to a next level mm-hmm for some Orlando comic nobody clown to could have potentially ruined that opportunity yeah. is so enraging to me Dude, that yeah. like like, like I, I'm serious. There was a time when I was like, <clears throat> when is somebody gonna kill this person? Because you're playing with real people with and and she would go back and forth with again comedy brings people together. That would never con. One of my favorite. I, I'm, one of my I'm very happy things. that no one ever went to that level with that person or anyone else. Like but, I'm glad no one. Like that would have completely fucked up the whole. scene. No, of course. But like, but my thing is like they would have been a martyr and all that. Like I'm glad no one hurt them. <laughs> yeah. There was no no. I, I get. But but like I said, in moments of rage, you just go how? I because mean, what would happen is also there's comics that well, my favorite thing was when because I would be from the outside because I'm Melbourne and I don't really whatever. Yeah. But there's also, like, black comics mm-hmm. that are, like, 40 and 35-year-old black men from, like, the Bronx and shit mm-hmm. that are down here doing comedy. And those little weird white kids that would do the type of weird stuff that they were doing to Adam would do it to, like, grown black men from the hood. Oh. Get fucked up. And it wouldn't happen, but those and, kids would always play right on the edge. And I'm like, I would mean, somebody just... Find this kid in the alley and fuck him up and just get these people out of our lives. I I I always figured it like <clears throat> I remember so that one one of the one or two of those people 
uh, blew up real big on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And there was like, there was a moment where I thought, you know, if I made a TikTok talking about some of the shit they did, it would completely crash <laughs> this like ridiculous image that they're trying to put yeah. forth of like, I'm not, I'm such a good person. And I was yeah. like, no, yeah, I it never brings you down too, man. Yeah. Not not just that, but <clears throat> I don't think looking at their their work ethic that they had before. There's no way they are going to sustain what they've <laughs> they got, be and it's so much better if they are their own ruin. Yeah, if I have anything to do with it, yeah. so that they can't look back and go, "It was fucking him. He did that." <clears throat> and I, I have found so much more peace in just removing those people. There's been, dude, I can't tell you. There's been a couple of times people have brought these stories up. And I can't remember those people's names. That's perfect. That's great. I'm like, yeah. it's what the fuck is? And I'm like, I remember there was there was a time I had to stop and like try to like look them up, and I'm like, I got them blocked and everything. I can't fucking remember. Yeah. And there was like more than one of us standing there going, "What the fuck was their name?" And that's <laughs> when I was like, "Oh, that's such a great, <laughs> such a great." Dude, I, I don't even know you. And you guys were telling that story. I felt like I had to baby bird you under my wing or something, man. You know, <laughs> it like was you, that's crazy to me, man. And that's just yeah. two of like a million two dozen stories. stories. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's there's so many things like that where it was just like, how could it, <clears throat> how could anyone look at this and go, "This is acceptable behavior"? Yeah. And then other people, dude. I I I started. I I also got. Uh, I I did something. I thought it was the right move at the time, and looking back on it, it wasn't. And that was when I first started. There were some more established comics who would rag on new people mm-hmm. because it's easy fodder. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just Punch like yeah, no, they're like especially you know as 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 long as you've been doing this. Mm-hmm. You probably don't know who everyone is and where all the, the levels they are, yeah. what the hierarchy is, who you can snap back at, and how bad you can. And all this stuff. Yeah. So there's like a there's a little bit of trepidation to well, I don't want to make the wrong move. Right. And they're they obviously know that as well. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're fucking with that and just like, and and in their mind they're like, what's well, a hard business? So if they can't fucking take it, it's probably best they leave now. And it's like you're not doing people favors. Yep. Let them. So I very publicly was like. When I see you going after newbies, I'm going to come after you. Because yeah. I can handle it. Yeah, yeah. And let's see if you can handle it. Someone actually dishing it back. And so I ended up making enemies in that way, which I thought was helping. But Well, for me, it's like uh, I, don't, I don't talk shit to anybody that doesn't talk shit to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like That's, I, that, was the way, that was the way I felt until I did this. Yeah. But, like, like I, I created, like, it was... I think one of the one of the issues was it became such a pop like I was such a popular target yeah that people were like well he's the target that's yeah. what we go for yeah, yeah. it became a hacky thing but it kind of gave you thick, thicker skin too though right yeah, yeah I didn't give yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't give a shit like I well I, I like um, it definitely I, thickened my skin for I, sure I grew up talking shit to everybody in my family that's what we do <laughs> yeah. so I love it when Same. when a guy comes up to me that's been doing it a few years and they're like oh I'm gonna fuck this kid up <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah. I don't always win in this situation yeah. but but at the same time I'm not I'm not the guy who I, rolls over and is like man fuck this guy <laughs> I, dude I grew up like there was that I was in, in the car community and that's half of the car community is just talking mm-hmm. shit online yeah, yeah. and stuff like you were a Volkswagen guy no no really no really now no, I was I was in the muscle cars. Oh, okay, okay. So okay, okay. We, we had a, either or. You have a, we, a muscle car or a Volkswagen. We face. had a group called Fuel <laughs> Slut. We had some of the fastest cars in the country. People would okay. come 
Yeah, we had like the world's fastest uh, 300ZX. I think it was a 300ZX. It was a little mm-hmm. Nissan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was running like eight seconds. It looked like nothing. Yeah. We, we had a 1,300 horsepower Mustang that looked fairly stock unless you pop mm-hmm. the hood. We had, we had some crazy shit like that. So people would come from all over. Like CNN played one of our videos one day. Really? Like we went viral before that term was a thing. We were mm-hmm. putting out all these videos of so us. So the thirteen twenty that sort that of guy community. that guy started filming us. Really, his whole thing. <laughs> uh, I think his name. I want to say his name was John or Mike. Mm-hmm. He started following us around. He didn't yeah. have a car at the time. Mm-hmm. He would come and follow us around, filming us racing. Mm-hmm. And then he started that thirteen twenty videos thing uh on youtube back when youtube was small and now yeah. he's got what like five million yeah, or something huge. wow he's got like a twin turbo audi r8 and a no. twin turbo uh corvette and all this shit and it's just like yeah. man i wish i thought <laughs> i wish i thought of doing that back then like he had the right idea just yeah, yeah. don't spend the money on cars spend the money on cameras and just film these idiots yeah. doing crazy shit and, yeah. and then he he was able to afford the cars and stuff well, yeah. well, I will. <clears throat> sorry to do a little tiny subject change here. Yeah. Uh, I will say a lot of the people that listen to this are like local newer comics and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got anything that you would say to like newer comics? Oh, I would say like like that's not like don't do it. <laughs> no, no, no. Go to I class mean, act to get your fucking I, acting lessons. I, I would say just like fucking. I mean, just concentrate on being funny and getting better. Like you know, worry about. Being better than you were the last time you were on stage. Don't worry about all, all the rest of the bullshit. Yeah. Like, just mm-hmm. keep going and, like, worry. Of, like, when I started taking acting classes and stuff because I saw that the people I knew, people I saw on TV doing stand-up also were in TV shows. Mm-hmm. You had to do both. Hmm. There, there's, there, was, there was only, like, two... There was only, like, two... Or three famous comedians mm-hmm. who didn't do TV shows like Brian Regan, uh, the the one guy that does all the voices. He fell on stage not that long ago. He fell on stage. He used to do like the movie guy. One time, this oh, little Fra- tortilla. Frank, no, this little thinking. tortilla guy. He's a Spanish dude. I was thinking Spanish Frank Caliendo. Not Frank Caliendo. Yeah. Because Frank Caliendo had the Frank yeah. Caliendo show. Well, he also had yeah. Matt TV. I think. Yeah. 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 So, um, I forget the dude's name. Um, there's someone like screaming at the thing right now. <laughs> going, uh, <clears throat> but there's like, I mean, even Mitch Hedberg mm-hmm. did some TV and stuff. Did, Not a lot. He did, he did a, that 70 show. Yeah, I was going to say that 70 show. We're making show. excellent points right now. He, he also, I think, wasn't he on? We argued about this <laughs> We argued about this last episode. Because <laughs> I was saying that uh, we were arguing about Tom Segura. Yeah. And I was like, well, he he's one of the biggest stand-up comics in the world, and he's I mean he he, he has done a movie, <laughs> you know. He, but he, he had a he had a show on the Discovery Channel. Did he really? Several seasons. Really? He had okay. more than one. I'll see, there you go. You were okay. right about that too. I didn't. I thought that was. I know Bert yeah. did like Bert the Conqueror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know Tom did something. Too, oh, so. I'm I'm confusing the two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tom Segura. I mean, he might be one of the few. That's I, what I mean. I, 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 I mean I have to look. He's but, at the top, and he, he he since he started, he has done movies. But he's also got, like, 
I mean, hanging out like it's such a popular podcast. Yeah, that's that's what mm-hmm. I was saying. That's, like, that's yeah. one of the he's one of the few yeah. I would say. Got huge. It's, it's kind of like uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe no. Rogan is famous because of his own podcast. Well, yeah. he also he had million. He, yeah, he, he, yeah. He, he also had a trajectory because he was a host he, of Fear he, Factor, yeah. and News Radio. He also did a stuff. bunch of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like the the, the people not doing TV that are at the top. It's, it's few very few. Very few. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very few. Sebastian Maniscalco was another one that came yeah. to mind. Sebastian Maniscalco did a bunch of shit. He's he's done movies with De Niro. Well, I know now he has, but I'm I mean like his his big thing, his big break was a book. A, oh, he wrote a book. He wrote a book. Yeah, huh. he was he was on the Vince Vaughn's Wild West Comedy Show. Yeah, which was his first big uptick. But when he when he went from doing like comedy clubs to like theaters and and you yeah. know big venues, it mm-hmm. was a book. That's, that's weird. He had a book that was on like the New York Times bestselling. You never know what's going to pop, man. You know? Yeah, you never know. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I I never would have thought that this... I know Stranger Things is popular. Yeah. But I never would have thought that all this shit would have led from that little... Th- I literally thought people who knew me from Stanford were going to be like, oh, it's a guy. Yeah. And no one else... I didn't think anyone was going to look me up from but, that. But also, <coughs> when you first watched Stranger Things, like in your head, were you like, oh, I'd love to be on this show? Or were you just oh, like, yeah. I love this show. I auditioned for season two and didn't get it. And auditioned for season three and didn't get it. Wow. So I finally got season four. But even... <coughs> I was literally like going, my favorite shows are like Cobra Kai and Stranger Cobra Things. Cobra so good too. Man. And so I was like, I was like, I really wanted to be a part of... You know, like I was like, that's a dream. Yeah. I, and I got to audition for season four of Cobra Kai. And I was like, oh my god, it's great. So, is I, that the one that just aired, or is that the that's one season out? five? Okay, yeah, yeah. So they're they're. What I, did you do in Cobra Kai? I was basically just a, a neighbor. The, the guy shows up. Johnny shows up with an air horn to uh-huh. wake up the two kids, the two main dudes okay. to come out to fight. Yeah. And I was a neighbor. I go. What the hell's going on yeah. right here? Like, Get back in there, dude. I remember back. that scene. Yeah. I, I like that show a lot. That's really I have I've yet to actually see the fifth season yet. I, oh, I've, just, I've been stuck with other things. It's, it's I need good. to catch up on that and Barry. And oh, Barry. Barry's so good. I was good. literally talking about Barry yesterday. It's so good. That's so good, man. So, uh, so if you've seen Barry, yeah. that's exactly what what acting classes are like. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. just oh, like Oh, yeah, that. yeah. The, yeah, with uh, Henry Winkler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's... I tell every actor to watch that show because it is so good. It's so perfectly what acting classes are like. Hilarious. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I was telling yeah. Jimmy this yesterday. I was yeah. like, dude, you gotta watch Barry, man. Like that show's <laughs> fucking awesome. So I would say to answer your question, circling yeah. back, take some acting classes because you you need to do that because mm-hmm. if you got to be able to act in order to, it's. They're symbiotic. Yeah, they yeah. feed each other. Because mm-hmm. the more acting stuff I do, the more I'm going to be able to do for stand-up. Yeah. Even if it's, like, doing less shows, but they're bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, it still helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I asked Fortune Feinster the same question, and she said the same thing. Yeah. She said, she said take improv or acting classes or something I did. Like I that. did both of those. Yeah, yeah. She's, mm-hmm. like, she's like, it'll just help you on stage. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, Im- like Improv and acting classes both help me on stage. Yeah. 100%. Because you do, with, with Meisner, mm-hmm. it's a lot of improv. And so it's working that muscle yeah. of thinking of things real quick. And, like, when I did, uh, I, I hosted the improv the other night. And, you know, there was crazy shit happening with, like, someone's phone went off. And whilst... I felt like I wasn't, I was a little rusty. Like, no one else would know other than me yeah. mm-hmm. that I was rusty with the jokes because it, 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 I know how I've delivered them in the past and how perfect. Yeah. But at any rate, uh, 
But, like, when the guy's cell phone rang in the front row, I immediately, like, fucking launched into a, a tirade and, like, was <laughs> crushing on just fucking with this guy with his cell phone ring. It was, he, it was the, uh, his, it was a, it's a black dude in the front row and his cell phone rang and it was the Star Trek theme song. <laughs> and I couldn't quite place it. And I was like, was that Star Wars? And another guy was like, no, it's fucking Star Trek. And I'm like, I just angered like three guys in this room right now, like, holding their hands up like this. And I, I just went on this tirade about it. And then it was like, all right, let's get back into jokes. But like, it, you could tell there was a, an immediate thing where people were like, oh, this guy really is really good. Like, we should fucking pay attention. Like, it, it changed the dynamic of the room. Oh, yeah. When they saw, like, clearly that all happened on the spot. Yeah. <clears throat> so. That's literally, because he, like you said, I'm fairly new. So I, I'm I'm working on a lot of different facets of stand-up to try to get better and, and work those muscles. But crowd work is the thing that I've been so, putting out hard. Here's, here's. I really the, love it. So. The only way to get better at crowd work is to fail at it. Yeah, yeah. So you got it. You got there was, I remember I was afraid of it for a little while and uh, I remember sitting at an open mic and everyone was bombing with material and then a guy went up and just did crowd work uh-huh. and you could tell the audience knew this was happening right now. Yeah. And they paid attention and they laughed and I was like, I, clearly I got to do the same thing. Well, Chris, Chris and I did a show last Tuesday, all right? Mm-hmm. This, this is how I, I know that there's levels to this, right? So I go up, I'm like the fourth one up or something like that, and I did I did a 10-minute set, and I, I did crowd work for probably like five minutes of the set, and it went great. Like, I, I mean, it was a really good set for me, you know? Yeah. And I walk, I got off stage, I was like, man, I just I killed that shit. Hell yeah, you know? And then... And then about an hour later, Chris goes up and he do, he does some jokes, but he I mean you went up for what fifteen minutes, twenty yeah, minutes, something like that, minutes. and uh, and he did crowd work and just murdered. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, I see. I, I remember I'm high, high and mighty, and then Chris goes in and just there, <laughs> destroys. There used to be a comic around here. He he's passed on now. His name was Eric Myers. Uh huh. Yeah. And I remember going to the Palm Beach Improv with Eric, and I wasn't on the show, but uh, there were a couple friends like. Uh, Mike Hurley he was featuring, okay. I mean, and, the last and two weeks, yeah. uh, Eric Myers was headlining. Uh-huh. And I watched Mike go up and murder. And I'm like, he's crushing, like, you know. Yeah. And then Eric went up, and it was a whole completely different level <laughs> of fucking murder. <laughs> like, I, I, I thought that Mike got last as... Much as anyone can. could possibly get, <laughs> yeah. and Eric was like, "Hold my beer." Like, <laughs> what was the difference between the two, though? Is it just the the level of crowd work, or, or was it just the jokes level? Like, what was it? Have you never seen Eric? I I don't know Eric. I've I've seen okay. He's, I, he's I, I Eric. Eric is extremely high energy. Uh-huh. His voice is very interesting to listen to. Okay, he has a lot of act outs, and he has he as has the perfect. Economy of words. I'll, I'll give you one of his jokes. Okay. He he, <clears throat> it's it's one that uh, Carmen Valone always uses for an example. Uh, <clears throat> he 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 talks about drinking and whatnot, and he's he talked about getting so drunk he fell asleep on the toilet. Mm-hmm. He's like, it wouldn't have been so bad, but I was at Outback Steakhouse at the time. <laughs> <laughs> they fired me on the spot. <laughs> so like, and like, it's perfect. Yeah, it's just bam, 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 bam. Yeah. And like, all of his jokes are like that. I, he's got, <clears throat> he's got a joke where from the punchline to the tag is like one word. Mm-hmm. Or just like him screaming. 
or something like just like his and every punchline is so good Mm -hmm. like those three were great punchlines i just imagine them delivered by a guy who's like a who's like running around the stage and has a crazy high-pitched voice and just like you don't he doesn't ever give the audience like a moment to rest and come back down Unless they get like a huge laugh, he'll he'll wait for half a second and, and then breathe right <laughs> right back to it. And it's just mm-hmm. it's crazy. Well, I, I met Mike <clears throat> uh, two weeks ago. D- uh, Duncan had a uh, like a roast of Santa. Yeah, at a, at a bar show, right? <clears throat> he Mike, was Mike was frosty. Yeah, he's always he's always frosty. Last like ten years <laughs> yeah. or so, he's always been okay. Frosty. Well, that makes me feel better because <laughs> I went up there and I I gave a hell and I I like. He went. He went like two two after me, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I got up there and I felt like I was like, I crushed this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I felt like everybody who went before me, like I, I did the best so far. Yeah. And then Mike came up and <laughs> just, just fucked it up, man. I was well, like, oh man. Well, Mike's been doing it. Well, like, I, know, yeah. I know. I know. I, I don't normally compare myself to. Yeah. Mike comics. was established when I started. Yeah. yeah. I've been doing it thirteen years, yeah. so he's got to be in like the eighteen year range. Yeah. He, he, he was. He was probably doing it three or four, maybe five years when I started. Yeah. So like he took me around. Uh, he was one of the first people I featured for. He took me around. Hell yeah. So, I mean, also, that's like his forte. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah, see yeah. it online, too, is he <laughs> just, like, snaps at, snaps back at people. He was hilarious, man. He's, like, roasts are perfectly his wheelhouse. Yeah. Well, I, we walked out, and my wife was at that show, too, you know, and I was like, man, I, you know, that was awesome. And, and we had some friends there, too, and they were like, man, you did really good, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, well, who's the best? And they were like, Frosty. <laughs> all three of them. I was like, man. I mean, he's, 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 he's literally a writer on James Young's TV show. Oh, yeah. Like that's you told me that. Professional I, I, I forgot about it. Yeah. I didn't know that at the time. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't know who he was at all because, like, I'd only met, I'd only done shows with Kevin Dean and Leslie mm-hmm. Joe before mm-hmm. that. And they were, like, they were they were on that. So I knew them. Leslie's and, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And she's I she I went to uh, an open mic that she was doing in Orlando, and uh, it was really early on. Like You're just looking at three hundred dollar seafood. I'm, I'm just like going, is this a restaurant? <laughs> Who's putting three hundred dollars on restaurant Lo- food? Lobsters. Uh, we have a TV in the studio, so we're all like, distracted by the buy lobster. lobster.us is not sponsoring this podcast, <laughs> yeah. but they should be. Send us three hundred dollars worth of seafood, Hell, damn yeah. it. Uh, no, I did a, a, a open mic that she did. And We've I, been doing I, this like, for like eight hours. Is anyone listening at this point? Are you, are you doing it in like two parts? <laughs> no, I'm actually I'm just going to put it out. But no, we're, we're closing. Yeah, we're wrapping up. But what, so I'm, funny, I'm not trying to rush no, it. No, no, like, but you were, you were talking about Michael Hurley and having yeah. sort of this conversation. Yeah. One, one, of, one of my goals with this podcast <laughs> is I noticed that there's, and for good re- for reasons that we all discussed throughout this, but I feel like there's a... There's a clear separation mm-hmm. from like brand new open micers mm-hmm. and the established working comics. Mm-hmm. They don't hang out. They don't communicate for the most See, part. That didn't used to be. There's you know well there I, I think Orlando's like, different because a few yeah. of those like guys that have been doing it a long time do hang out. Yeah, but I think I think that there'd be there's so much room for for growth. Mm-hmm. If some of the newer comics had access to talking for to sure. people who've been doing it a yeah, really long time. Yeah, for sure. So my goal with this podcast is to have like someone like Brian has been doing it a few months. Yeah. Someone like me who's been doing it four years. Someone like you that's been doing it ten years plus. Yeah, yeah. And it just – and being able to introduce – Well, the, you know, the, the, one, the one issue you'd have is who out here other than Duncan – 
has been doing it that long. Yeah, well, that's talking the only one. That's why I'm trying to get you people like James Young, Dean Napolitano. um, Dean's a great one. Yeah, Frankie Paul is coming to the next one. Dude, Um, Frankie Paul's been traveling. Dean is a great one. There, I mean, Dean like. Everything you see me doing now, yeah. Dean did like ten times that. He was moving out to L.A. He he moved back to take care of like his, that, his wife. Right? He, yeah. he got married oh. to a woman that uh, he, had, he had a daughter with. Mm-hmm. He he gave it all up to come back mm-hmm. and raise a family. That like it's it's the most noble shit. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there's still part of him. I'm certain that's like I could have I could have <laughs> done it. I could have been the guy. Yeah. But like I mean, no one's like. That guy is so funny. He's mm-hmm. one of the guys that you look at and you go, how is he not a fucking household name? Yeah, yeah he should absolutely. be. And right. so one of the things that I think would be such a cool, and I, I really want to like kind of use this thing to be a catalyst for that, is like I think newer comics would grow so much if they had access to some of the more experienced he, comics. But I also think newer comics have figured out marketing and social media to a yeah, point yeah. that if those experienced comics... Had access, like, because I'm watching new comics start out, uh, yeah, and, and get and tens catapult, of thousands yeah. of followers, and it's like, man, if the older comics only knew that if they spent some time yep. with these younger comics, mm-hmm. this could be a symbiotic relationship. I've I've tried to, to do where, the same thing. Like now, I've got like twelve thousand on TikTok. Yeah, I'm slowly going. You want you want to hear a cautionary tale? Okay, <laughs> there's a <clears throat> you pro- you probably never met this dude. His name was Arnie Ellis. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a very established comic, super funny, very cerebral, mm-hmm. very very smart. <clears throat> he would use words on stage like decolletage. And, <laughs> but people, the way he said it, he, he purposely said it in a way that everyone knew from context clues what, what he's talking yeah. about. So no one felt dumb. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> he was just super funny like that. He got to go do... Uh, there's a thing called the Gator Growl, mm-hmm. and it's for like the the Florida Gators. They have like their homecoming, I think it is, mm-hmm. and then they they bring in sometimes I guess it's a singer or a comic or whatever. They bring in a big name to perform in their stadium, mm-hmm. and they brought in there was a, a guy. I'm trying to think of the guy's name. He had a late night show. He's kind of a Scottish mm-hmm. dude. Oh. Uh, that sounds familiar. Oh, uh, Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Yeah, okay, I was, he yeah. brought in Craig Ferguson, or they brought in Craig Ferguson to do the Gator Growl, mm-hmm. and it was like this huge stadium with all the people, and they got Arnie Ellis to open for him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, Arnie Ellis opens for Craig Ferguson. Craig is like, "This guy is fucking great. How does no one know who this person is?" And he's like, "I'm gonna have you on my show." Mm-hmm. Craig had it was like the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson, mm-hmm. so. He flew Arnie out to L.A. and had him film a four-and-a-half-minute late-night spot, mm-hmm. right? And so <clears throat> Arnie came back to Orlando, and he's like, after he filmed it, he's like, okay, this is my this is my Coming ticket. Out moment. This yeah. is my ticket. This is going to lead to all the other things. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, like you would think Stranger Things would be mm-hmm. for me. He's like... I got like I gotta strike while the iron's hot. Time yeah. to move to LA, mm-hmm. and then I'll be I'll be able to get in with all the clubs. So I'll have mm-hmm. my late night spot, and you know that'll lead to getting an agent and a manager, and then mm-hmm. moving on and so forth, so on and so forth. The dominoes will fall. Yeah, right. And so he was dating a girl at the time. I think they got married and they moved to LA. <clears throat> in that time when he moved to LA, 
Uh, they changed the set decoration for the late late show with Craig Ferguson. So they deleted his thing. No, 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 no. no. Oh. The before it aired, mm-hmm. they changed the way the set looked. Mm-hmm. So they were like, "Listen, we gotta we gotta refilm it so that." It matches. We can't just air mm. your thing on an old set. So you got to yeah. come back in. We're gonna have you come back in, and then I think it was the thing with Conan. But there was like a a, a rash where like people were, like all the late night hosts were beefing changed. Yeah, uh, and Craig Ferguson retired, and it never aired. It never oh saw the light of day. God. So he moved to L.A. thinking this was gonna be his ticket. He was gonna get into all the clubs and everything was gonna mm-hmm. happen, and it never. Happened. Oh it never my saw. God. Only him and I. I know. I know other comics who've had similar things happen mm-hmm. with things like America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. You know, they went and they filmed it and they got four mm-hmm. yeses and then COVID happened. They never aired it. Yeah. Wow. You know, they thought it, they thought they were going to be the next preacher. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> that shit can happen. There's every time I've had some sort of TV thing coming out, I've always gone and been like, I mean, it, it could air and they've yeah. edited my scene out. You know. Yeah. Like the very first big thing I did, you never see me talking. You hear me. You hear me talking mm-hmm. when they're showing other things, and then when they're looking at my face, you don't. So <laughs> like everyone was like, "What are you, just an extra?" I'm like, "No, yeah, <laughs> you can hear it. if you listen." You, you know, that's but, frustrating too, right? Because uh, to... <laughs> then I can't use it on my reel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it like it took a while to actually build a reel, and I mean it's it's always there's. The frustrating part of this uh, business is no one wants to be the first person to be like, "This guy's great." Mm-hmm. But once you're, once the ball is rolling, they want to be like, "Oh yeah, yeah I always, great. I always tell them." I, I was gonna ask. We kind of transitioned to stand up, uh, but has the the credits that you've gotten over the last year or two has that given you more opportunities? Like, I mean, so yes and no. Okay. There's like I was able to get. Uh, a manager mm-hmm. in LA and the manager I felt like she's a very nice lady mm-hmm. I really enjoy working with her but I feel like for a while I was like secondary right like she wasn't really paying attention much to me because like I I edited a reel together that had you know once Stranger Things She Hulk Cobra Kai and all come out I edited a reel together and I sent it to her and she didn't download it. Like I got a message from WeTransfer that was like, "This, this is about here. to expire." Like no one's downloading. I was like, "What the?" Fuck? I was like, "This you like in order to promote me to like casting director and stuff, you would need this." Yeah. And I texted her and she wasn't responding to my text and stuff. And I was like, "This is what a manager does. Like you're, I'm supposed to be able to bother you all the time. Like this yeah. is, yeah. we're supposed to have this relationship." Uh, <clears throat> and then I messaged her and I was like. Uh, I messed her a few days later, and I was like, shouldn't we be working on getting a agent in L.A. for pilot season? Mm-hmm. She called me, and she's like, listen, I can get you an agent tomorrow. That's not a big deal, but we want to get you the right one. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, uh, she's like, I'm working on stuff. I, I don't have your new reel. I really, I need, I tried to get it on my phone, but it wouldn't download, and I just was busy with other things. I, you should send me that again. And I'll work on sending it out. And I was like, what about this? I asked about this one specific agent. Because mm-hmm. uh, we had talked about her before. And she's like, I reached out to her. And she said she got to, uh, you know, take a few people off her roster before she's willing to add some people. And this, that, and the other. And I was like, all right. And we hung up the phone. And I started thinking about it. And I was like, if you didn't have my reel, 
how do you how how, how did you how, reach out to her? how did you reach out to her like mm-hmm. you had an old reel but did this person really know mm-hmm. what, what you've been doing. what they're what I've been doing what they're turning down yeah and I had emailed back and forth with this person before uh hold on a sec okay uh <clears throat> There's a family member that doesn't text me very often. Oh, like, oh, yeah, hold yeah. on, let me make, oh, certain, yeah. let me make certain someone hasn't died or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was like, I was like, well, she clearly, I, I don't, I didn't know if she was just giving me the LA treatment, like mm-hmm. trying to be like, no, 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 mm-hmm. I'll get to it. But like, let me, let me put out the fires. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to think I'm not doing anything for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, fuck it, I, I already talked to this person before. So I sent him an email, and mm-hmm. I was like, hey. Uh, you know, I hadn't heard back from you in a little while. Here's a link to my Actors Access. It has brand new headshots on it and a new reel that has footage from Stranger Things, Cobra Kai, and She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love to hear back from you. And within an hour, I got a message, a response that was like, do you want to have a meeting on Monday? And I was like, fuck yeah, I would. I even wrote that, <laughs> fuck yeah, I would. <clears throat> and I texted my agent, or my manager, and I was like, I got a meeting with her on Monday. And she was like, what? Like, long, you know, yeah. bunch of A's and W's and shit. And she's like, how'd you do that? And I was like, I sent her an email. <laughs> and so once once I think once she saw that like I was gonna like Follow I'm not up. waiting yeah. for Remoted you to make this happen I'm gonna work on this yeah uh, <clears throat> then she's kind of gotten a fire under her ass and like we've had different conversations about how to to push this stuff because I was like my thought was like I have momentum yeah, now. yeah. and mm-hmm. and, yeah, you don't and like wait. In a year, people are going to forget about Stranger Things. Right. Until the next season comes out. And then you're going to be like, okay, do you remember, like, last season? When the thing? No one's going to give a shit. Right. You know, mm-hmm. think, think about the bigger people from the season before. Like, people don't, like, there's a few people who care about Barb, but not like they did during <laughs> season one. That's true. Now mm-hmm. that Eddie's out. Yeah. You know, and who's, you know, then there was Bob. Yeah. And, you know, now there's Eddie, and it's like, no one gives a shit about Bob anymore. That's true. <laughs> Although, I mean, Sean Austin is. <laughs> he's, he's pretty fucking awesome. You know right? what I mean? Like, it's, 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 it's you're floating a feather. Right. Mm-hmm. So you've got to keep, keep blowing the feather up. Yeah. And if you don't do that, eventually the feather's going to land on the floor. Yeah. So you just got to keep doing something. Mm-hmm. And it's the one of the things that... Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Harlan Williams. Mm-hmm. Harlan Williams desca- described fame to me. And he said, it's not a destination. It's an arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, there's only like five people who've been able to maintain at the peak. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, even Arnold Schwarzenegger, you think about it, he's not selling $50 million movies nope. now. Mm-hmm. You know, the last thing he did was, the last major movie that he headlined himself was Eraser in 1997. Wow. <laughs> Like, think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's done a couple Terminator movies, but those are, like, ensemble yeah. Yeah. things. Like, the last major thing he did that really... Become Governor of California. Yeah. Eraser <laughs> was good, though. Eraser <laughs> was a great fucking yeah, movie. But it was also, like, 1997. It yeah. might have been, been 98, but yeah. it was it was in mm-hmm. the 90s. Yeah. So Vivica Fox. Yeah, she was... It was a fucking great or, movie. No, no, no. It wasn't Vivica. It was a... Uh, it doesn't matter. But it doesn't get much bigger than yeah. what... 
Arnold was back then. For sure. And now there's well, now, people. Now I don't know who it was. But... Now there's people that don't know who he is. You know what I mean? There's yeah. kids that have no idea who the fuck. That's true. Yeah. I mean, my kids know Arnold, but it's because my wife is like in love with him. Exactly. So, uh, but it, there's probably kids in her class that have no idea. For sure. If she walked in and uh, was like, "Do you know Arnold Schwarzenegger?" They'd be like, "I think I've heard that name." Yeah. yeah. Bodybuilder. You know. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah but they, uh, Vanessa, Vanessa Williams. Williams. Yeah, I said Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, uh, so there's like a, a few people. Like, uh, oh god, who's the who's the dude that was in? I mean, he's done a but just, so like Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Angelina, not Angelina Jolie, I guess anymore, but like uh, Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. um, Brad Pitt. You know, there's like those mm. people. But even Brad Pitt, like he's, I mean, he's, he's kind of started to come back. He is starting to come bit. back since uh, the Tarantino movie. Yeah, the Tarantino. Uh, once upon a time. Mm. Uh, Tarantino is yeah. like the guy who just revitalizes everybody's career. But it's the same thing. You got to keep that. Yeah. Feather floating. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. now he has Bullet Train and all that. Yeah. Mm. Bullet Train was so good. I just watched it two nights ago. <laughs> so it's, good. It's very good. But so he said, a lot of people are real good on this part. Yeah. But then it's this part that people really struggle with. Well, yeah, because once you're at the peak of it, you you think, I, I, you know, I'm gonna I be made here forever. Yeah. yeah, this is my this is where I belong, you know. And yeah. then yeah, and then things fade. You know? So I mean, I'm 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 well aware that you know, She-Hulk and Cobra Kai and all this stuff, it maybe has a six six month to a year shelf life before yeah. people won't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I got a I got a quick story. I, so when I was in high school, I lived in uh, Beaufort, South Carolina. Is it's real it's like mm-hmm. we were talking earlier. It was uh, where Forrest Gump was filmed and stuff, right? It's a beautiful little town on the river. Tons of movies, TV, all that shit gets mm-hmm. filmed there, right? And there was a, a an actor uh, that was in a movie called uh, The Big Chill. Yeah, yeah. It was, mm-hmm. a, it was a Tom Berenger, if you know that. <coughs> okay. So he fell in love with the town, moved there. It was a mustache dude, right? No, that's Tom Selleck. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, so he fell in love with the town and moved there. That was his, like, full... He's, mm-hmm. I mean, he was, like, a local celebrity, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and for, for a town of, like, 40,000 people to yeah. have, like, uh, mm-hmm. somebody who's, like, yeah. an actual... I mean, he was in Major League and Sniper and Platoon, yeah. and, like, all these mm-hmm. big, huge movies in the 80s. And it just so happened that my, my best friend's mom was best friends with his wife right mm-hmm. and so my buddy came home from boot camp and he was in the uh, coast guard and uh and uh his, his mom had just gotten a divorce and she was living in his guest house like tom Berenger's guest house <laughs> and my buddy came back from boot camp he's like i'm off for a month you want to come out and party at this guy's guest house <laughs> for a whole month we just right. fucking i mean he wasn't partying with us he was an old yeah. old guy he was, yeah. like, he was mean and <laughs> I mean, he was, he was he, okay so <laughs> The problem was he had kids that were mine and my best friend's age, two, oh. da- two daughters, right? Mm-hmm. And we're like these fuckers that are living in his guest house, yeah. and like luring, them. Yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah. hanging out, uh, at trying the to bang his daughters, his kids yeah, yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So his uh, daughters probably like, we want to go hang out with it. No, goddamn yeah. it. No, he was, I, I, I will say there was one night I just told this story to Jimmy, but uh, there was one night where uh, he. Uh, he he's trying to fuck his wife, I think. You know what I mean? And he's like, "Y'all kids, get the fuck out of here!" Yeah. Uh, but he threw us the keys to his brand new Escalade and was like, "Take take the girls out." Like we're you know. Yeah. And so yeah. we went we went and watched Mean Girls at the drive-in theater <laughs> in this fucking nice Escalade. But uh, but he when I was staying there, I got a couple like we had dinners and stuff with him and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and in, in family interactions, he was really cool, mm-hmm. like very nice, like 
willing to answer questions about acting mm-hmm. and stuff like that because it was stuff I was always interested in. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he kind of said the same thing because he was on the bottom trajectory yeah. of his arc. He had the biggest thing he had just done like two years before that, like Inception. He was in that movie, yeah. mm-hmm. and then now he's like doing like guest spots on Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like he was he was definitely on the decline. You know, yeah. and that's exactly what he told me. He was like, "Listen, man, fame is definitely an arc." Like you, you, you're you're only on top for a short period of time, and uh, and you just got to be comfortable with that. You just got to know, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm never gonna be at the peak of where I was at, you know. And mm-hmm. and he's like, but I'm I'm still comfortably making a living in this business, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's all I can add. And that's the I mean, best that's, I can hope for. The the other thing like that uh, I I've I've seen is like the hard the hard thing balancing comedy and and acting is that I've seen once you start to get to a certain level mm-hmm. where like the weekend of comedy is making more than the the you know day shooting on a TV show. There yeah. comes that thing of like, what do I do? What do I do? Because yeah. I've seen bigger name comics do that, and much to their detriment, they would take the the instant gratification of that cash. Yeah. But it's like you, no no single weekend of comedy, unless you're doing the kind of thing Burt Kreischer is, where you're doing. Sta- stadiums yeah. and shit, and even that isn't going to be as good as being on a TV show because millions of people are going to watch that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even even the shittiest show, yeah, they're like oh, mm-hmm. low ratings because it only had five million people watching. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. I mean, like every every TV opportunity, as long as it's a decent show and it's going to showcase you well, yeah. it's going to be better than any weekend of comedy for your career in the long run. So the hard part comes when you're turning down gigs where you're making 20 grand or 30 grand or 40, or even three grand or six grand or something mm-hmm. yeah. to make a thousand mm-hmm. or, or, you know, mm-hmm. 1200, whatever it is, two grand, mm-hmm. you know, if you're there for two days or whatever, yeah. you know, that's the hard decisions to make, which that's what I was dealing with the last. I mean, I wasn't, I didn't have gigs where I was yeah. making a fortune, but yeah. I was turning down gigs where I was going to make a thousand to go do a TV show where I was going to make a thousand. So it's kind of yeah. eaves out, but I really wanted to do both. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like we could shoot the TV show on a Wednesday. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I could <laughs> the weekend gig. Yeah. Well, uh, so are you going out for pilot season then? Oh, yeah. You're going out to LA? No, 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 no. You my, just do everything I, my, on film now. Every everything is. I, I've got so I got. A, I I have a buddy of mine. I told you about. He's done. Uh, like he's on his fourth season of stuff. Yeah. He's talking about getting a a house in like the middle of the country because it doesn't matter where you live anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. Everything matter. is just on tape. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, I do all of my auditions in a taping room I have at the house. That's interesting. I was wondering because my <clears throat> my kid when she does it, it's all taped also. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's, she's had like one in-person audition yeah. uh, since she started, but it's, it's been like three years. It's mostly so. only commercials that want to do in-person Yeah, it was a commercial. Now. Yeah, and so... Uh, I, 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 I feel I, like half of that is that the casting directors don't want to feel like they're doing nothing. Yeah. Or, you know, they want to ever <laughs> reason, you know. That it's kind of like middle management where there's like, I, I'm not obsolete. You, yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you still need me. Yeah. Don't yeah. forget, I can, old you, Gil over you, here. Even though you pay for <laughs> actors access also, which has everything on it. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... I mean, you still need agents and stuff. They they definitely are your go between. But like, well, my wife submits my daughter for a lot too, uh, and yeah. she gets a lot of additions just from my wife just submitting her to shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So oh. that's that's it's it's a great thing. But like, 
a lot of the bigger stuff you'll never even see it on yeah, 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 yeah. it's hidden and only agents get to see it not even every agent will get to see it they, yeah. the, the casting directors will choose which agencies they want yeah sometimes the couple of Disney shows she's auditioned for that's what it was it, there wasn't there was yeah. nothing about it on there mm-hmm. it was just you know yeah. but it was only the lead stuff that she would like when she was auditioning <coughs> for the lead stuff mm-hmm. yeah. so that's yeah. awesome man that's, I mean that's the way it goes it's just like it's slowly but surely trying to climb that little mountain if she doesn't if she doesn't have a uh, an Atlanta agent yet you guys should submit her to I mean, unless unless you're with someone like Tracy at Brevard. No, so Brevard Talent is one of the ones that we've tried to get into. Yeah, Tracy's a hard nut to crack. Well, and she she told us we've submitted her I think two or three times to Brevard Talent, and uh, and it was always like she needs more credits. You know what I mean? Yeah. So does she have any film or TV? Not stuff? film and TV. She actually got booked on an independent movie last October. Okay. Does she, does she have good headshots? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, perfect. I mean, we okay. So here, here's the thing too. I gotta update them because it was mm-hmm. about it was about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And when she was uh, eight years old, she fell f- teeth first into a fireplace and it oh, okay. bent her teeth backwards, her front teeth. Ooh. Right. Now she has like braces. So as soon as she got bra- when she started doing the acting classes, she just had like like her teeth were crooked, you know, yeah. like, but like inward, like towards her tongue. You know, that's awful. Yeah, it was it was horrible. But uh, she did. Hopefully, didn't. they were baby teeth. No, they weren't. They were oh. just after her fucking permanent <laughs> teeth came in, God. and they kept telling us like, I don't know, they they might be cracked at the roots, and we might have to remove them. And luckily, mm. so they didn't want to do braces initially because they, they were worried, worried if they pull it, it would rip them out. Yeah, because yeah. they because yeah. they they were super loose. But uh, so that was like years ago. So now she has braces. So as soon as she got braces, we updated her her headshots. And then now she's just like in that transitionary phase, like puberty, basically. Yeah, yeah. every every her she's changing. Like I mean, like every six months she's gonna look. Yeah, she looks totally different. Exactly. So I do need updated headshots. But uh, if if I can suggest uh, Scott Dettinger. Yeah, that's who we get. That's yeah. that's literally who we use. Yeah, man. He's awesome. He's the best, dude. He's the best. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. There's there's a that's there's hilarious. a couple of people around here. No, he's in Orlando. He's in Orlando. Oh, there's yeah. a couple of people who are almost as good or in in the same ballpark. Yeah. But I mean, I did everything. All of those TV credits. Yeah. Were with his headshots. Hell yeah, dude. That's that's who we use though. That's, that's I ju- I just got new headshots. Really? You're still using him? No, oh. I. I the only reason I didn't use him is because I was like... In Atlanta. <laughs> I'm, I'm in Atlanta, and I found some people who are really good, and it's a, a slightly different style. Yeah. I was looking to try to break into L.A. and New York. Yeah, yeah. And so I needed something slightly different. But I uh, I, I also I thought about coming down for him. Mm-hmm. He was slightly cheaper. Yeah. But then I'd have to take into account... Flight. The, the cost <laughs> to come down yeah. here and, mm-hmm. and getting around and... Yeah. Being, you know, doing shit with, uh, you know, the cost of just living down here for a few days to come down here and, yeah, uh, you know, do the headshots. It's like, it's going to be the exact same price when you factor all that shit in. Yeah. So her, her main agent is um, uh, Professionally Pretty is what it's called. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're out of Tampa. I was worried when you were talking about the Tampa agents. No, no. Were, it was them. them. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> No, no, they weren't around. Let me tell you a horror story. Professionally yeah. p- pretty, they're in they're in Orlando too, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they have yeah, one on, yeah. on Fairbanks. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's where we did her headshots last time. Like he met us over there, and we did headshots over there because she want he, she. Uh, I think my wife was asking for like outdoor stuff too. So she. She's well, like, I want you don't you shit. don't want for headshots. You really don't want 
outdoor shit. Yeah, we were doing a bunch of different shit. Okay. <laughs> we were trying to see, <laughs> seeing what what we. I don't. I don't. They they do it all. But uh. uh <coughs> But yeah, I'll, I'll I'll hook up with you after we get off here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ask questions. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> real quick, does anybody have any plugs? Uh, just Blind Lion on January twelfth, and then uh, Lizette's Comedy Bistro. <laughs> I don't remember the date. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have uh, any plugs? I, they could find me on uh, YouTube and TikTok and you know all the things at, at Instagram at Adam Murray Live. Yeah. <laughs> And me, I have, what do I have? The January 6th is Duncan's album recording. Oh, yeah. I'll be featuring for him at that. Uh, Brian will be at the door. That's right. Um, and see. then the 7th, I'll be in Naples at the Marriott for a Spill the Beans show. That's a Fassel Malik show. That should be a good one in Naples. So thank you guys for listening. This has been the Funny Style Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>